How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. talking with ace from mutually assured destruction from form of passion are you in virginia or are you on the on the uh california right now i am as of uh let's see as of midnight or about 1 a.m no midnight midnight last night i am i'm back in the bay after being on the east coast for about like five five six days Right on, man. So, you know, last time we chatted was, I think, uh, right around the release of an EP you guys put out. And that was just over the phone. Uh, that was that right as like, t- you know, I was starting to learn how to record from home. Sure. Things have, you know, uh, gotten a little bit better, got a better microphone, got a better camera, all that stuff. So I don't have to do it via phone anymore. Your setup looks good, man. Thank you. Um, so, you know, you have now you're bi-coastal. Your, your, your setup is you were Virginia originally. Now you're, you're, you're a West Coaster. Do yep. you go back and forth quite a bit? I wish more. Um, I, I've been back to Richmond three times this year. And it's, so it's like, we're towards the end of May now. I wish I could have, if I could have increased that by like a, like maybe a two more, I'd prefer that, um, plane tickets right now are just nuts. So, yeah. uh, in general. So, it, and it's like, which is actually like, a, a, not like a problem, but a bit of, uh, figuring some band stuff out has been kind of like, um, a little like more difficult than, than usual, you know, because mm-hmm. of like, like, you know, increased prices because the world is more open. Now airlines are making up for lost time. I, 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 gas I, prices. I, yeah. Gas Ooh. prices as yeah. well. There's a lot of different things that are, that are factoring in there. But, um, I, uh, I, I, I want to be back in Richmond more mainly just to be kind of hands-on with some shows I book, mm-hmm. but I have a really good team of people on the ground there for me. Um, so it's like when I'm not there, they like handle stuff, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, I, I am by coastal, but it, it I'm I've been over here on the West Coast more just for monetary reasons, honestly. Sure. Well, uh, it, 
we're, let's talk a little bit about that in a, in a little bit. I'm, I'm curious about, you know, how that affected the release or the recording of the album and whatnot. Sure. We'll get to that. Okay. But Ascension is out now, uh, came out last week on Triple B Records. It's called Ascension, the mm-hmm. LP from Mutually Assured Destruction. Beautiful artwork. Who did that? That's Jesse Jacoby. Um, the story behind that artwork is, uh, oh, God, there's going to be a guy in the band that's going to lambast me for not remembering it, that picture is based off of a, another painting and I can't remember. I think I want to say the artist start, the name starts with a D and the original picture is, is a, it's black and white. Um, he, he looked like he, he did kind of like, I don't know if he did like woodblock prints, but it kind of looks a little bit like, like Albrecht Durer, like, you know, kind of like uh, apocalyptic, you know, kind of uh, imagery. But um the artist in question is Jesse Jacoby, who we got the inspiration from to mold. Uh, yeah. Planetary clairvoyance was done by this guy. Oh, and also spirit adrift spirit adrift uses yeah. this guy as well. Cool. And uh, so we, we don't sound like to mold, like, like their art, but we do sound like spirit adrift kind of. So it was like, okay, like we, we like, like this vibe. Sure. Um, so if fingers crossed, if we do another record down the line, we'll want to use that guy again, um, just for continuity purposes. But yeah. yeah, he he does he does crazy work, um, very detailed. Absolutely. So you guys release the album uh, on a Wednesday. Most albums these days are are on Fridays. I used mm-hmm. to work in a CD store, and in that era, all albums came out on Tuesday. So we would put all the right. CDs out Monday night. People would come in Tuesday morning, buy their you know whatever CD they were buying. Most CDs come out or albums. See see how old I sound. CDs. I have your CD on order right now. I'm waiting. Oh hell for yeah! It. So hell yeah, I love yeah. That. As you can see, I still collect those things called CDs. Yeah, so right. uh, your album was released on a Wednesday. Was there a reason for that? Yes. Um, t- t- there's a specific reason, and then there's a greater. There's like an umbrella, greater umbrella, umbrella reason. The specific reason is that Triple B had uh, ages ago scheduled that they were going to be releasing. Um, some tsunami material that Friday mm-hmm. and uh, Sam didn't want to do two releases on, on, you know, on a Friday yeah. uh, of his own label, number one. Um, and, and, and two, it's like they like, you know, that band has like a ton of eyes on him. So like, he didn't want that to overshadow any of our stuff. Secondarily. So I don't know if this happens to you because, because you're, you're like, you're tapped in. I, I feel like anything that's new that comes out that your ears hit at least. Oh, it's once. so overwhelming sometimes. That's why we didn't release it on a Friday yeah. because on Fridays, everybody releases material. Yeah. And, it, and for me, it personally turns into like, it's daunting, man. It's daunting. And I start listening to stuff. Like I'm checking off like a to-do list rather yeah. than like, Oh, I'm like going to check this out and really like sit with it. And, and like, it, it, you know, and like, and like kind of like analyze it instead. It's like, Oh, five albums came out today from a bunch of artists. I like, Guess I, you know, I'll just blaze through each one of them, mm-hmm. you know, when I can get to it today or over the weekend and then just check off the box mentally that I listened to it. We wanted to do it on a day where we didn't feel like there was going to be a lot of competition mm-hmm. um, of other stuff to listen to. I feel like that's something that happens a little bit more in hip hop where people are are kind of um, stay away from releasing albums on the same day because say yeah. like, you know, like, oh, Drake's going to drop this album. Let's just let's hold off a couple of weeks. But in metal mm-hmm. and, and hardcore and stuff, it I, I think that it's it's such a sub genre of things that it's there's not the eyes on it like that. But I, you have a good point, man. And and I, that's a question I was going to ask you, man, is like, uh, you know, what the the seriously like the, so 
overwhelming amount of albums and stuff like do you are you able to get to everything <laughs> um dude i'm like a really i'm like okay i'm, I'm i consider myself a pretty organized person but sure. it's weird as like life has gone on i feel like i've like oddly become like a little less organized which i don't like and i need to tighten up but i mean like i like will make like i'll just like screenshot every like new thing Mm-hmm. And just in my phone and just like peer and like, just like try to like on like to-do list style, like go through everything. But I mean, I- I'm getting to a point now where so much comes out. And also there's another thing too, in, in the age of like uh, extreme accessibility, yeah. it- it's, it's like you, n- like, it's not only do you check out the stuff you hear about, it's like you hear about everything. Yeah. You hear about stuff that years ago you wouldn't have heard about at all unless you were like, like in a certain circle mm-hmm. or like paying attention to certain outlets. Now it doesn't really matter. You're going to hear about everything, whether you want to hear about it or not. And and as somebody who likes to just at least try stuff out, you know, I feel it compelled to check out stuff that I, I might not even think is like really my thing. Um, but it, it's, it's hard to get to like you go, we talked about it. It's, it's hard to get to. Um, I honestly kind of need to like, I think what I need to tell myself and I'm sure people, some people listening would like understand this is like, I think I need to kind of like pick and choose. And then if something kind of pops up enough Mm -hmm. that I normally wouldn't check out, I need to go, okay, I'll listen to it now. But, um, I I don't know. I I feel like because so much stuff comes out when I listen to things, it's more mechanic as opposed Mm -hmm. it's it's quantitative as opposed to qualitative. And I don't like that. I I don't want to do that anymore. So it's kind of funny, like I, I have streaming, I have vinyl, but the reason I started buying CDs is because I found that, you know, it's not that like I'm super obsessed with the physical thing of it. I I found that um, if I buy the CD and I have a CD player in my car, I specifically mm-hmm. put a CD player in my car because if I buy the Sick. CD, I spend more time with the CD. Yeah. You know, I... I it's easier for me to not have the like phone ADD where I just go and I'm like, Oh, that's a sick part. Let me go to the next song. You know, my, my roommate laughs that like, I don't, I can't finish a full song, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) I'm similar though. I'll like put together playlists and I'm like enjoying them and stuff, but I'm like, Ooh, what's, what's the next song going to be like on like the shuffle, you know? And I just like, we'll skip ahead. And yeah, it's, I, I have the same issue. I hear you. We're like the worst version of like a mixed DJ where we're just like, just breakdowns yeah so yeah uh okay so this past weekend was your first uh stab at, at a new festival and uh it's called the big takeover over yes. that, that's the name big takeover big takeover yes sir in richmond uh mm-hmm. richmond you know punk hardcore metal well known i actually just saw municipal waste last week richmond's Rocking. finest yeah so Wonderful. uh you know, very well known for that. How was it booking a fest on the West coast for the East coast? Was that, did you find that difficult at all? So, I mean, I'm going to be real with you, man. Booking these days is so just like email oriented Mm. and everything that like, I, I'm, I still book a ton of hardcore shows in Richmond and and metal shows. Oh yeah. I mean, like I didn't stop. Um, I've done, hold on. I keep a list. Let me see how many I've done this year. Uh, let's see what we got. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So 10, including all three shows of the festival so far. And I have one, two, I think I have three to announce coming up. 
Um, so it's like, I, I, I didn't stop because what I realized is I was like, Oh, it's, it's when an agent hits you up or a friend hits you up to do a show, you book the show through an email, your book, you're talking to the agent through email, you're talking, you're talking to your friend's band through text. It's like, you don't need to physically be there. And, uh, you know, I have a a homie, like my, my friend, Justin, who sings in this band killing pace and my friend Hunter who sings in this band downfall. They, you know, like they book the shows with me and like, you know, like they bring the cabs, like they like make sure stuff's on, on the ground is cool or whatever. And, you know, we all work together. Um, so it's, and what, and the reason like I'm still involved is number one, I like booking shows, but number two, it's like agents and, and certain bands will know my name over theirs, you know, and eventually as, as they like continue doing this, you know, people will, will know them for that. Um, but it, it's like, you know, kind of having a, my name on an email chain might make somebody a little more at ease, but um, so booking the festival was fine. You know, like uh, it just orchestrated it all online. Um, orchestrate the, the venues I used were either run by friends or um, a booking company or not a booking company, but um, a venue company that I work with a lot. And so they, they know I do good work and it, it, that all that stuff was pretty easy. You know, um, I would say the most difficult part, like if anything was like, uh, I guess orchestrating some backline stuff, but hmm. that was, but even that wasn't hard. I mean, it was just like, that was maybe the most difficult part. And, and I don't know if like, um, I, I like to physically flyer for stuff. So obviously since I moved, I haven't been able to do that, but, um, I don't know if that would have like put posters up around Richmond would have like helped yeah. a ton or whatever for a festival. Um, but that that's it. it 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 was fine so richmond you know well known for united blood uh mm-hmm. hardcore festival and that's something that has ended uh i believe uh, a couple of years ago before the pandemic was the last year that or was we- so we did we announced the 2020 united blood and legitimately maybe like two weeks before it happened is when everything got locked down like via the government like we like you know, we were really holding out. Um, I remember talking about it with the United Blood team and and we were like, we're not going to cancel until like the government says we have to cancel. Sure. Um, and, and then that happened. And uh, yeah, so that the last one that occurred was 2019. The last one that was announced is 2020. And then the, um, the two guys that were like the main guys of it, um, I, I was more kind of like a like a vice Sure. president type position they decided to not continue in like december mm. um of of this past year so uh yeah so so that there was a there was a void there was a void there and then that's kind of what that's 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 how big takeover happened because i knew i even before they told me i knew it was coming i knew yeah. that they didn't really want to do it anymore or if they wanted to do it, they wanted to make it super different. Um, and uh, so in December, I started putting together a big takeover even before the, the ax came down. And then, as I suspected, they wanted to stop, you know, doing it. So, um, but this year for next year, I'll have more time to put together uh, the festival because this time I only had like two months. Um, but uh you know, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was a good weekend. It was a successful first year. Didn't lose money. So Great. that's nice. Um, 
and uh and people keep telling me they had a good time so it was a cool um, vibe the lineup i mean i didn't go obviously but like yeah. it was you know like terrorizer you know and like yeah. grindcore hardcore metal punk it was kind of a unifying it seemed like uh, was that was that the general like idea of just all underground music together <sighs> yeah man because uh, check this out like when when i imagine when you and i were coming up or people around our age are coming up you you kind of like like not everybody i'm sure but a lot of people kind of line themselves off into being like i'm into this i'm into this sub sub genre or sub genre but i'm not into this one or like i like a couple bands over here but but my tribe is really over here or over there or whatever and i mean i certainly was that way you know and, and went through phases and stuff but i feel like the younger listener now and that's who attended it was it was younger listeners that's awesome um uh, almost, almost to the point where I, I kind of had to start thinking about it because I what I wasn't seeing was didn't see a lot of older listeners and didn't really see other than bands playing a ton of people kind of around my age. So next next year I, I might need to like throw some certain things in there that appeal sure. to like different age groups. But um, but uh, you know the younger listener now doesn't doesn't do that. They don't do the like I'm only into like. I'm only into black metal. They don't do like I'm I'm only into grindcore. I'm mm-hmm. I'm only into like like oi or something, whatever. It's like the like younger listeners now, like because of accessibility, like more stuff. It's not just the stuff that was shown to them or they, they found through like reading liner notes or whatever. You have access to everything. So you can be into everything. Um and uh so what I was thinking, and also I was thinking about Richmond in general, is that like I was like, okay, United Blood was a big capital H hardcore festival meat and potatoes. And that, that's the way that I, I liked it. And that's the way that, you know, like it, it was with uh, foster braces, setting it up with the occasional deviation. Um, but that style, albeit still does fine in Richmond is not like the, I wouldn't call it like the soup du jour, you know, punk and metal, I think right now, or like the stock there is up. So I was like, okay, I want to put together something that is like reminiscent of UB, but also reminiscent of what the current taste of Richmond is cool. as well. So added as much punk as I could added as much metal as I could um, tried to, you know, like kind of balance it out. Um, and uh, it worked okay. No, like no, no friction of kind of crowds or anything yeah. or um and it wasn't kind of like, okay, this type of band, these types of bands had good sets and these types of bands had bad sets. It wasn't like that. It was, yeah. it was everybody, every style pretty much did equal. That's great. That's good to hear. It was cool. Uh, so, you know, obviously we're talking about the LP. So the, like, like, uh, I'll go back to it. Uh, Ascension is out now. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, something I kind of was thinking about, was there uh, any difficulty in, recording the album via the because of the pandemic did that present any uh challenges or not so much not so much the biggest challenge of recording that record it was it was recorded before i started spending more time out west um was how long it took the re the the challenge was the guy recording it bless his heart sam i do the i do form a passion with him uh he's one of my best friends but he has a schedule that, in my opinion, is not the most conducive schedule 
to other people that don't work in the exact same industry as him. Okay. What do I mean by that? He is off on like Sundays and Mondays. And then on weekdays, he starts work at like one and it's off at like eight. So you could only record with him on one weekend day, um, a weekday. So if you're working during the day, you can't really do anything or just, days off, yeah. or just night. Yeah. And that was it. That record took eight months to record because it would be like two days at a time each week, really, or like one day and like a couple hours in an evening or something. Um, so that was really the challenge. COVID, n- not not so much like, you know, like uh, I think we I think we would occasionally mask up uh, in, in the studio or whatever. But like um, we I can't remember anybody in the band getting COVID during the recording process. Uh, I mean, now come to think of it, I think, man, I could be wrong about this, but I think maybe a majority of MAD is, including myself, has not gotten COVID. Knock on wood. Knock on uh, wood. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely knock on wood. Uh, there are so many instances where I I feel like I just should have gotten it already. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I am not going to say I'm built different because that means I'll get it tomorrow. If I <laughs> yeah, say that. exactly. But uh, but I, I've just gotten lucky. I'm just built different, bro. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to say that. Uh, but um, I, I've I've rolled some. I've had some good dice rolls. But yeah, no, COVID was a uh, not not really a factor. Um. COVID was a factor on this though. Uh, we released our EP, the one we talked about in yeah. February of 2020. I feel like the rug really got pulled out from under oh, us yeah. because we played after it came out, we did three shows with division of mine mm-hmm. and incendiary one show in North Carolina with like tear and restraining order and magnitude. And then that was it. And then everything locked down and I, and I, we had some wind in our sails and I feel like that, that really went away. And also there was this, um, our main songwriter for the first two EPs for the seven inch and the, the 10 inch, um, you know, I, I won't speak too deeply for him, but, but I, I will, I will give a little bit of insight as none of us really knew what was going to happen with COVID. He, I think a part of him was like, I mean, like, are we, if we like record and write a record, are we even going to be able to ever play it? Like, Mm -hmm. like not as far as like, what's the point, but I think there was an anxiety of like, I mean, this feel, this feels a little bit futile. Um, and, uh, but I mean, you know, we, we rallied the spirits and and I got with the other guitar player a lot and, and he and I had a bunch of writing sessions together and you know like tyler then took our songs or wrote his own songs but and t- took the ones Groder wrote and and it really enhanced them and and it worked out but but i think it was more of a mental thing with covid as opposed to a physical i think that i think the mental aspect was like oh like what are we doing here um that that maybe kind of like slowed the freight train down a little bit how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of colors starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details Wow, that's okay. I'm glad you guys were able to rally. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, so I was listening to the record, man, and and it's something like I hear a lot of kind of like COC vibes, kind of like oh, Southern yeah. rock, kind of like mm-hmm. stonery stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like some kind of Danzig in the vocals and whatnot and classic sure. rock kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are on a hardcore label. Yep. You guys are hardcore kids. Yes. Is this a hardcore band? Is this a hardcore <laughs> album? Would you classify this album as a hardcore album? Bro, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I uh, People have asked me that before. and Because um, I'd say it's just hardcore kids doing heavy rock. Yeah, I, I think it's... Not I think even it's, always metal. It's just like Not even rock. always metal. I, I, consider, I consider it a metal record like you, one would consider like... Um, Corrosion Conformity Deliverance as a yeah. metal record. But you but said Spirit of Drift. Or, yeah. yeah, but you could yeah. also consider Deliverance a rock record if you yeah. wanted to. Sure. Um, I, the thing is, I know people that listen to... This is your Black album. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, I know people that listen to MAD under different contexts. People have talked sure. to me and said, oh, I consider y'all a rock band. Y'all are on like my rock playlist with like Alice yeah. in Chains okay. and, and stuff yeah. like that. Cool. Then other people were like, oh, it's a metal record. Yeah, and then other people are like, you know, it's a hardcore record. Um, I, I said this in, a, in in like a print article one time, but it, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, as say like a, a current band like like a Municipal Waste or a Dead Heat that that's that's crossover metal. Yeah, you know, so that that is that's taking elements of hardcore and taking elements of metal and meshing them. Yep. The the bite size description I give. MAD is crossover doom. Mm. It's hardcore, but it like leans into like Sabbath and sure. it leans into like, like Southern slower rock and like corrosion conformity yeah. and stuff. And 
Um, and, and like bands like acid bath, yeah. um, and, and things like that. So, so if, if anybody needs a tagline, that tagline will work. Um, but honestly, man, end of the day, if, if someone listens to the record, whatever they want to consider it is cool by me. We'll play any show. It doesn't matter. Um, we can pick different songs from the record to kind of work on any gig. So it, it's, it's fine by me, whatever you want to consider us. Two questions. Would you ever play a show with monster magnet and would you ever wear bell bottoms? Um, a hundred percent monster magnet. Um, the, a hundred percent, like yeah, for sure. Amazing. I, I, I would do, I would do like a whole, I'll, I'll play with like clutch the sword, What I'll yeah. do. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would like to try it out actually. Yeah. Um, to kind of see what, what that crowd thinks of us but um the bell bottoms thing is um <laughs> i'm I, i'm gonna be legitimate i don't think the music is kind of bell bottom music for certain sure. but the thing is is that i feel like if i were to do it people would be like that's fake that guy doesn't wear that shit. yeah so uh i'm not you're I, a clean cut like, guy like yeah it would I, look I you would have to have a zappa mustache and long hair yeah i smoke cigarettes yeah i'm not i'm not like I'm not like earthy enough for, you know, like, like sure. bell bottoms are probably not chill enough for bell bottoms in general, but I will I, I appreciate bell bottom metal though, for certain. Like I, I, I mean, any, some, some types of doom I'll go see. And if there's not like one cat and bell bottoms on stage, I'm a little disappointed. Sure. Just a little bit. Nice. Okay. I saw plenty of them at the Mastodon o- o- Opeth oh. when they were on stage, they were all wearing yeah. Opeth. Yeah, they're they're new stuff. They have a lot of um a lot of core uh like uh moog and synthesizer and they have a lot okay. of like organ and stuff and, and the oh, singer, let's go. Yeah, right, he was, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna legit pull that up right now. The new Opeth stuff. Yeah, the I new Opeth. Have... It sounds like um King Crimson mixed with uh yeah, it's mixed with the old Opeth. It's definitely not oh as metal. I'm looking at I'm looking at the current vibe of them oh uh, yeah on, right now, and you are you are correct. Yeah, it was Opeth, Mastodon, and Chemist, and there was quite a few bell bottoms at that one. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Mastodon, Mastodon is. I could probably dress more like the dudes in Mastodon. Yeah, a little more, a little more. You know, like I guess uh, a little more the southern version of that sound, sure, as opposed sure. to like the UK version um, with with the bell bottoms and stuff. But like. Yo, Chemist rocks too, man. I haven't seen him yet, but uh, but I, I really like their records. That's awesome. So now that we're talking about, you know, like style and stuff, we see. Yeah. Uh, so jo- just last week uh, here in Seattle, the chisel came through. Um, am I going to start seeing, you know, a lot more like kind of, you know, voluntary skinheads? I'm an involuntary skinhead. I lost my hair, you know, shout out to the Slumlords. I'm on the uh, way, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. I hear you. Are we going to see a lot more, you know, like people pretending they're from the UK wearing the Fred Perry's, you know, you people know, that were like tough guys last week? You know, is that, man, is that, is that, that a prediction that I've, I've seen the memes and I think that is a, that is an apt future. And I'll take that over like the, the, like, the meme I saw was the Homer Simpson one where it's a dude, he's wearing the corn shirt yep. and then he like fades into the bush and comes out wearing a blitz shirt, like yeah. post like chisel tour or whatever. I'll take Blitz fandom over corn fandom for certain for sure. me. My, but my thing is this, um, you know, like uh, what's interesting is that when I was a kid, I actually listened to a fair amount of oi. Yeah. Um, because there was a serious XM radio show that came on Sundays called oysters. 
Wow. And I would like save the songs or like write them down, you know, so I could like download them later, you know, or, or yeah. something. And I still listen. I made like a playlist of just those specific songs from my oh, childhood. Cool. So I, I fuck with that stuff for sure. But um, I mean, I, I think uh, I think the tenants of Oi, I think what's going to happen. I think what, what would happen is people would be like, I'm really into the visual. But then you got to learn about what Oi is about. It's patriotism, loving working, yeah. uh, un- unquestioningly. Yes. Uh, you know, be not being like I guess like uh, um, there's a lot of rage without a lot of uh, necessarily like uh, I'd say some of the more volatile people I've met in my life are skins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm and they would they would wear that badge proudly. Um, and I think I think there's a lot of stuff where people might be like. Oh yeah, the looks cool, but then once they kind of get deeper on it, they they might not have like the 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 so to speak the the personality traits that that rock with what that music is about. Um but uh you know man, I don't know. Chisel's cool. Um of the I mean UK and Europe are obviously different, yeah. but uh I you know of that stuff and this came a few years earlier, it's like I like the French stuff, I like Reeks, I like this I like the band Condor. Um, there's another UK band that I feel like j- that missed this wave. And I think there's still a band, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but this band crown court, okay. um, it, UK similar, they rock. Um, but I'll be real, man. Like with like, say like chubby and the gang or something. Yeah. I didn't know what pub rock was before chubby and the gang. And I've been friends with Charles for a minute. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I knew Oi, but I, I didn't, I didn't know pub rock. So it, it's like, there's, there's new stuff popping up over there all the time. What I would be curious is if that's now the vibe in London or wherever mm-hmm. the chisels from, I'm curious if, if they went from like, uh, I, I guess they were kind of, I think London was kind of metalcore. Um, away from the quality control yeah, stuff, yeah. but I think like like the repentance, venom prison, um, yeah, and yeah, and then what's the um? Oh my god, there's what's the other one? Um, renounced, like I, that might not be wolf down, yeah, like that's kind of like was that like are those people now rocking like <laughs> white sambas and you know and cox bar shirts? I don't know, yeah. but uh, it'd be yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting um to see what uh what 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 new gear comes out there. It's funny that you mentioned, um, you know, the, the, like the dedication to work because there was like this kind of like joke, uh, oi band from Seattle called, uh, had a couple members of sinking ships. It was called a uh, forklift and, mm. uh, they had a song called on the Shitter on my break. Yeah. <laughs> it was about not wasting company time and oh. taking while you're on your break. <laughs> God, hell yeah. Oh, and I, I was wrong earlier. I might've been thinking about repentance, but I, but I, that might be a UK band. I can't really remember, but I know Servitude was. So that's yes. what I'm thinking. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, I, I it will be uh, it will be interesting to see if there's a uh, a new a new wave of of uh, of, of little, little skins coming out of the woodwork there. So you know, you're someone. So your podcast form of passion. You you've um you know been going hard with that. Every couple of weeks you release, and then you also release the uh, every month you release a Patreon episode. Yes, sir. Uh, and so you're someone who's very in the culture of hardcore and metal and punk. Uh, and and you're someone who probably you know anthropologically, sociologically views you know the world of hardcore and punk. So let's play. Yep. 
Let's play st- future. Fu- let's let's bet on futures here. What's the <laughs> what's the next trend in hardcore? Oh man, I think about this all the time, and we're at a really weird crossroads. Because for a minute, I think people thought it was going to be melodic hardcore, but I don't think it's going to happen anymore. Um, There's I, quality I, bands like that, but I don't think sure. it's, it's it's not a wave. It's not a wave. I think when like it, um, when one step closer was kind of like like getting like more into the into the the face of people and stuff. I I think people were like, oh, it's a it's the twenty year mark of that of that sound. It's yeah. t- it's time to to come back, um, you know, and, uh, and, and come through, but, um, no, I don't, I don't think that's going to be it. I think what we're going to see is right now you do have the whole kind of like, uh, we, we have the death metal accepted by hardcore trend going on mm-hmm. super hard right now. So you got Undead, Sanga Sigabog, yep, Frozen Soul, Stab Wounds, Gate Frozen Soul, yep. Gate Creeper. That like Genocide Pact. Genocide Pact, Vomit Forth. Like that stuff is is for sure the deal uh currently or one of the deals. Um my my speculation is is from that there either has to be a response or an evolution to that. So I think people are either going to like, I mean, this might be a little too close to home for me because it's like friends, but like you might start seeing like bands that are like that band Killing Pace that came out, bands that kind of lean more into the faster, like the grind uh, aspect of it or bands that are start referencing like like or bands that kind of sound like that band and grown from idaho mm-hmm. um like yeah they sound like a beat down version of dying fetus to me or like yeah 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 like like like, like leaning into like like napalm death stuff you know yeah. like like because you can you can hop skip and jump from like listening to like um i don't know like bolt thrower to go to napalm death pretty easily and yeah. then that opens up a whole world of like power violence type stuff and 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 grind course like type stuff like insect warfare you know type things i think that could be um a, a route people go down or it will be a response um to to the death metal stuff and i don't know what that would be i don't know what kind of like the opposite of uh, of that will be um I mean, you're someone who was in the trenches of the youth crew scene. Will there be a resurgence of youth crew or no? I don't think, I I think for a lot of different reasons that that is not going to come back ever again. Wow. And well, hold on. I think like there's there's more (laughs) to the sense. I don't think if it will, if it comes back, it won't look like what it ever looked like before. Okay. Um, because I think what's what's going to happen is um, there's there's some there's some things with with youth crew that are not popular right now um, in general. For one thing, people don't like exclusivity as much as they used to. That's not a selling point to people anymore. And like youth crew is like you know about like you know like like uh, largely being straight edge and you know kind of like being only into like specific bands or like hyper focusing on like specific like bands like units and errors and eras um and and people that's not really people's vibe also you know uh like people like don't um the that look 
the super jockey like look or whatever is just not popular even in society like the this it, the, it is but on the right wing oh yeah exactly okay big go <laughs> away from subculture music exactly it's it, it yeah you kind of look right. like a proud boy these days yeah and that's like, weird because the pause top is something mm-hmm. i grew up seeing everyone wear yeah. and now you kind of look like a proud boy I, you know, I have always kind of like accidentally looked like some alt-right dude because I was just like, oh yeah, I want like hair, like dudes from 10 yard fight and four punch, you know? And like, uh, and, but it's like that look has morphed into, into something else, Yeah, you know? Um, I didn't change it up because I was just like, I like my hair like this, but like, you know, like that's, you're not wrong. I mean, that is kind of like what, uh, what that, you know, like what that look, you know, turn into and like, just, you know, people in the punk hardcore or metal, you know, whatever, or people in the hardcore, they're not gravitating towards that at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean like, so, and, and another thing with like youth crew too, is that like, I was talking about, I was literally talking about this on forum the other day okay. and talking about it amongst friends. There's been, let's say three or 3.5 waves of youth crew. Wave one, the mid nineties wave, the early two thousands wave, and then like sprinklings through the late two thousands to let's say mid 2010s. And we'll count that as a half wave. Um, Cause I think in retrospect, there wasn't enough like super substantial bands uh, that could, I think count it as like a whole other wave um, unless you want to count like kind of like the, the demo core stuff. But that wasn't an extension of a sound. That was a, that was a, a regression to emulate an older sound. So um, I don't think there's anywhere else to go sonically, unless somebody come unless somebody comes out and goes, I want to do super stock by the book youth crew music. But the problem is, if you do that, you run into all the problems that we just talked about. Yeah. You're not going to have the look people are gravitating towards you're not going to have the um the kind of like the the rhetoric people are are into you know whatever i i don't think we're going to be seeing if we do see youth crew ever again i don't think we're going to be seeing it for a very long time have we reached the logical conclusion <laughs> i think we might i think we might have because you know, all right let's let's think about this yeah funk music are we gonna get funk metal <laughs> well no 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 but I'm, okay I'm, okay like, see what i'm saying funk music yeah big in the 70s mm-hmm. right big in the seventies. There have been funk artists since, but it's not like there's like a new wave of modern funk. You know, it, it, I think that reached a logical conclusion at some point. Yeah. Now funk can influence other genres of music, but that doesn't make those genres of music, funk music. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So I, I think, I think in fact, in hardcore in general, be that it's now 40 to 50 years old, we're going to start seeing logical conclusions of sub sub genres at some point. And then, you know, fingers crossed, uh, you know, keep going. We're going to start seeing combinations of styles that weren't necessarily done in combination previously. Okay. Hopefully. I mean, there's tons of bands that are doing it now, whether or not you like it, there's a band on Roadrunner right now called like horror, which is like H O nine, nine Oh nine. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. 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 Which is like kind of very abrasive, grindy rap. Mm-hmm. Like yep. uh, they have Corey Taylor on one song and then they have oh, Bun, Bun B on the next song. 
Interesting. So it's it's super. It's trap metal, but like okay. not in like a cheesy way. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go see him with Cypress Hill and Slipknot, so we'll see. Inter- see, and, and they, there you go, though. Cypress Hill on tour with Slipknot. That's like what. That's like what, like a, a probably like a like a young kid right now is like, oh, sick, like you yeah. know. So it, it's like, and, and this type of stuff, I feel like you weren't really these kind of combinations of tours were things that you weren't really seeing totally in time past. So, um, it it, it will be interesting. I mean, in a circle back to MAD, kind of in a way, it's like, you know. There have been other bands that have kind of sounded like us, but like we were also trying to combine things that we weren't really seeing other people combine right now. Yeah. You know, um, for that very reason, it's like, well, regardless of what people think of the record, they can't say that we sound like anybody else right now. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, at least there's that. One thing that's going to stand out to the listeners of this show, you have Randy from Lamb of God on a song. Um, that's correct. Was that is that just a Virginia or is that just a Richmond thing? Uh, is it because he was on your pod? Are you guys kind of uh, friends now? So actually, because of COVID, that happened. Cool. Um, I became friends with him um, because I it was April or after lockdowns happened, and I thought to myself, "Wait a second, Lamb of God is always on tour. He's definitely not touring right now because tours are canceled." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh." I wonder if I message this dude, if he'll come on my podcast. And um, this is kind of back when like stuff was a little more trepidatious. Yep, and we yep. like, in like, I remember listening to the episode. It was, you were like, yeah, we're, we're distanced. We, you were, know? we were like across the room from each other. And, and, and uh, you know, eventually it turned into kind of thing where it's like, Hey, have you, you want guests to come on in person? I'd be like, Hey, have you been sick? Like beforehand? They'd be like, no. Yeah. And I'd be like, have you tested recently? And they'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm negative. I'd be like, okay, me too. Um, we're that was fine. that was during the time when people would yell at each other if they weren't wearing a mask in their picture. They took. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Randy and I, I, I was like, "Hey, I suspect you're not on tour. Yeah, do you uh, want to like? Do you want to come to my studio and uh, and and do an interview?" And he was like, he asked a few questions. He's like, you know, like, can we be far apart from each other? You know, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. He came over and. It, it, we talked and it was cool and was a I great learned a lot about him yeah. and thank you. And uh, yeah, well, man, we became friends from there. Like he, he learned about MAD at that. Uh, he was already a division of mind fan. Awesome. So like, he like had like his finger a little bit on the pulse of yeah. and hardcore at the time. And he was like, Oh, like your band's cool. Like, you know, I mean, I always see him rocking like accused t-shirts and stuff. So, you know, he's down with like hardcore and punk and old thrash Dude, and stuff. For those that haven't listened to the, the forum interview, that guy is like like yes he's a metal guy but i think at his core that guy is like a hardcore punk that just made it mm-hmm. like he's his vibe is more like train hopper punk dude totally that just happened to like fall in with this band that got really really big Real, yeah. um and obviously he's very talented but it, but you know like it, it was it was interesting hearing him talk so much about like leeway and bad brains and mm-hmm. circle jerks and stuff he wasn't like referencing like like the, the metal stuff that I thought he was going to be referencing. But um, anyway, so yeah, he and I became friends. And then um, somewhere along the way, it, it's I've always uh, with any band I've been in, I'm like, you know, I, I want I want to get cool guest spots because it's like I, I want people to be listening and be like, whoa, ask the question. How did this happen? You know, like um, when I did my previous band, like I, I had the guy from Floor, Floor Punch on and yeah. a song and he's only been on one other 
guest spot ever. And it was on the no warning record, ill blood. And I think people just think to themselves, it was like, Oh, people are just going to say no. So I'm not going to ask them. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't do that. So I, I was like, Hey, Randy, um, we wrote a song. We wrote a couple songs uh, that we had in mind for you to sing on for this record. Would you be down to come do it? And he was like, yeah, man, send them to me and I'll pick which one I want. And I was like, okay, here's one. Here's the other that is uh, influenced by Lamb of God, actually. And he's like, well, I want to do that one. And he wrote the lyrics to his part and came in and busted it, busted it out in like 15 minutes. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that, that was it. And like, you know, he... And and since he's like asshole, you know the record's doing, and you know it's like, awesome. uh, it's cool. He's a cool dude. He he rocks. I'm, uh, he's a he's 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 somebody that you know they say like never meet your heroes should be disappointed. That that guy does not disappoint at all. He's sick. Nice catch. M A D on tour with Lamb of God and uh, Megadeth. And I wish <laughs> maybe someday who knows old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. I saw Lamb of God last year. This It was like the first big concert I went to, like after Hell lockdown. Yeah. It was uh, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Trivium, Hatebreed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good show, yeah. Was, uh, did, did Lamb of God have pyrotechnics at that? Oh, yeah. That's their first pyrotechnic tour. He really? Me about it. They've never done that before. Okay. He, he said he was like, he said he had to take like some classes and stuff. He was telling me, he's like, yeah, man, we're doing our first pyro tour ever. I can't believe it. Like, nice. So yes, that was, uh, that was the first time they did that. Nice dude. All right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take up your whole night. You know, I, I, I just have a couple more questions here. So, um, do you, do you, do you get uncomfortable when you're being interviewed? You're someone that does an, and you know, hour long, sometimes two hour long interviews. How is it being on the other side of it? 
Um, dude, I don't shut up. So it's like, I'll, it's fine because I'm just such a damn talker. Sure. Um, cause I just like talking to people. That's kind of the reason I started my podcast. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, that's well, why I like doing radio is I'm, I'm paid to be a punisher, dude. Yeah. You just, exactly. <laughs> it you gives know, me a you reason. Just, you get all the lore details and you just, yep. you know, ask the questions direct on, yep. with people and everything. No, nah, man, I don't, I don't get nervous. Um, okay. dude, I, the thing is, I, th- I feel like the, the most nervous I can imagine being, okay, I'm in front of people all the time. I play shows in front of people all the time, whatever. Um, I've done some book readings for some some books I've written. Yeah. Way more nervous for those. Way more nervous for those because it's like, I don't know what the difference is. That's you like at your most vulnerable. Yeah, you know, and it, it's like a little like, like, okay, I'm not just like yelling and shit. Like, you know, yeah. or like just belting stuff out and jumping around. You don't have um, your shield up. Like you're not no. the big, you know, macho singer guy. Yeah. You're, you're and you don't have your down. friends with you on stage. Yeah. Like, so that, that's the only stuff I can think of that I've ever been like, um, in recent memory nervous for, but doing stuff like this, is just like talking to one of your friends. So it's, it, it's all good. Right on, man. Well, um, so, you know, obviously the last couple of years, you know, you, you've been able to stay sane with the music and, and with the podcast, but if you are uh, having a crappy day, um, this is a question I like to ask everyone. What's an album that you can reach for, whether it's uh, a chill album that can chill you out, a heavy album that can get your aggression out, but just, you know, like a standby, something that you can reach for and will put you um, in a better spot. The uh, This is also some of my favorite karaoke choices. Yeah. Um, songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. Okay is in my opinion one of the greatest pieces of music ever written since music has been uh a thing and um man i just i just put that on and i I just kind of marvel at how great every track on there is and and just the levels and everything and i can think of like very romantic like main character moments in my life where i was like riding (laughs) my bike around at night listening to that record and sure you know that that one definitely in 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 another life, uh, I would have done some kind of like new wave kind of synthy project, you know, yeah. whatever. So, so still I, can, I like dude. Stuff like I still can. I just don't know how to make it. I don't know how to make music like that. Oh, so that's yeah. I can sing. I can sing. Yeah, but I can't. I don't know how to play keyboard. I I, I don't really know how to play instruments. So, um, yeah, it'd be so, kind of awkward. Like, hey guys, uh, want to start a band? Cool. What oh, do no. you do? Uh, nothing. I, <laughs> i've asked somebody who like does stuff like this i'm like yo man like uh i know you make kind of synth stuff so if you made some stuff like you sit in my way i'll sing on it and he yeah. was like he's like are you trying to hire me to like make synth music for you? for you and i was like i guess <laughs> like, it, was like, <laughs> it was different than like being like getting with like getting with together with your friends and yeah you know because i feel like a lot of people that make stuff like that they want to sing on it it's yeah. not like they make that stuff. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like it's not like they make stuff like that with another person in mind being like, I want this guy on this. It's more like, actually, funny you say that, friend of mine, Jose, uh, sang for the band Misery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did, he, he did the layout for the MAD record and stuff. And, and so there's a lot of graphic design work and he does a lot of stuff. He actually made sense tracks for me one time and I did sing on them. But I, I don't think he rocked with what I was doing. So, uh, but like, not in like a bad way. It's just like I, I don't. I, I, I think I needed probably some coaching as well. Sure. So I've tried, but um, you know, I don't know, life is long. Maybe I'll do it again. We'll see. Yeah. So 
I have to be the guy to ask this question. Are we ever going to see MAD up in the Northwest? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Um, I am not really sure when, but I would like to try to do it by the, the, the end of the year. Cool. Um, the, the deal is, is that like, um, we don't, we can't do like full U S type style stuff. So sure. we, um, are, our weekend operation. Yeah. We're weekend warriors. So it, it's like, okay, like we did a California weekend in, in April and like the guys flew out to me and we like, you know, like did California and I'm flying out to the East coast in July to do some like East coast dates. And then we're flying all together to Texas in September to do some Texas dates. So the plan is um, there's a band I have in mind that if they want to do it, that's from not the Northwest to come with us. Um, I'd like to ask them. And then like another, like a, some, a friend's band, there's a specific friend in the Northwest that I, I basically want to be like, yo bro, any band you're in, I don't care. I just want to, you know, I, I, I want to play up there. Let's get so, Apex Predator on there. Yeah, like legit. Like I, I was gonna hit up like I was gonna hit up Joey Moore and just be like, yeah. "Yo, I don't care what band. I don't care if it's Crawl Space. I don't care gag. if it's Gag. I don't care if it's Apex, Apex Predator. Whatever, dude. Like, yeah. just I want to hang out with you and and play like three shows up here. So that will happen because that is a specific pocket that we want to hit. Because also, yo, Hella Bay bands play up there all the time mm-hmm. now. It seems, um, which, which is cool, and like, I've made friends with them here. So it's like I. Shows look good. I want to get up there. I want to play Seattle. I want to play Tacoma. Yeah. You know, Vancouver, wherever else they tell me is the spot. Um, but uh that's that is that is that will happen. I just gotta start, I just gotta figure out a good time of year to do it. Sure. Summer would be the best, so it's not too too rainy, but you know, figure something uh, out. Yo, man, I, I can live with the rain because yo, dog, it doesn't rain worth here. So okay. it, it's right. like and, right. and like in Virginia, it kind of rained all the time. And I can't believe I like sort of miss it. It like rained while I was back in Virginia for sure. the festival. And I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> nice. My last question for you, dude. Uh, and since it's a video, show us if you can, but uh, pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, I have, I have a bunch. Um, okay. So I don't know if you can see. You may not be able to. This part of my nose is more indented than the other. Um, because uh I was at a show and um uh I was at a show with with some there there is there are some dudes that you did not want to mess with at the mm-hmm. show. Um it's like some old some older skin types, and uh a friend of mine was like moshing and kind of got like mixed up with one of them. And I like pulled my friend aside and I was like, yo, I was like, if there's one cat in the room that you want to leave alone, it is that dude. Yeah. And uh, and then the guy comes up to me and he's like, are you talking about me? And I was like, actually, no, bro. I'm telling this guy to like, leave you alone completely. <laughs> and before I could even finish a sentence, I was like facing the other direction somehow. And it took me, it, it happened so fast to me. There's like, I realize I was like, oh, I just got punched so hard that I spun around. <laughs> Jesus. And, and this part of my nose is caved in. It's like some um, pro wrestling right there. Straight up. I was like, well, I was like, I spun around. This part of my nose is caved in. I can't, I can barely breathe through this nostril. Um, and uh, we like got into it, but it, it got, it got broken up, you know, um, like uh, pretty quickly, but still it was like, I, my face was swollen afterwards. And I kept thinking, 
okay, the swelling will go down and I'll be able to breathe through this nostril again. And I, the swelling went down after a while. And I was like, Hmm, still can't really breathe through this nostril. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I guess my septum's deviated. And I was talking to my mom or something. She's like, Oh, she's like, well, they could fix that. They could like, they could re-break it and then <sighs> and reset it. And I was like, you know what? I am number one, too lazy to go do that. And number two, that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to do that. And uh, I never got it fixed. But yeah, uh, that's that's one of them. Maybe one day, I don't know. I don't have a sleep apnea or anything. But uh, if some that's kind good. of incentive comes up where I need to get that fixed, then maybe I will. Wow. I didn't get a, I didn't get a uh, deviated septum or anything, but just you bringing that up reminded me of a time I saw in Tacoma, this was years and years ago, was a uh, Hood's Shattered Realm and Donnybrook. Ah, uh, yes, that's a that, that, that's a wallop of a tour package right there, my friend. And within like a minute, my nose was bleeding. Yeah, Donnybrook. within a minute of going to the show, like I walk in, I'm like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Boom, yep. nose exploded. Been uh, been there a few times. I ain't gonna lie, been been then the proprietor. Yes, a few times I've calmed down in age. But uh, yeah, I mean, you just listed that lineup, and I was like, "That sounds about accurate." And Black My Heart was the opener. So, oh god, dude, <laughs> yeah, it sounds... was the eulogy tour. Yeah, yep, there it all is at once, right there. My yeah, oh lord, all right, yep, that makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. good times. It was my friend actually who broke my nose or messed my nose up too. So good times. That's happened to me too. Yep. That's happened to me too. Scott, man. why'd you do it? Uh dude, okay. It's been awesome chatting with you, man. Uh so your your podcast is called Form of Passion. The new sure. album, Mutually Assured Destruction. It's called uh Ascension, out now via Triple B. Uh, you know, what's the best way we can support you guys? Um, you know, man, I uh I talking about what we were talking about earlier got some got some got some uh got some flights to to cover for some of these gigs um go to the mutually assured destruction big cartel that's mutually assured destruction dot big cartel dot com mm-hmm. um and uh you know I, I got got some shirts got records uh in there um i uh you know, depending on when this comes out, there might be a sale going on. So, nice. um, so, you know, it h- hits some stuff up. I, I sometimes just get a wild hair and just like going to the post office. So I'll, yeah. I'll discount stuff. Um, yeah. Hit us up there, pick something up. Um, otherwise, if we're in your area, come, come, you know, to a gig. And uh, in regards to like my podcast, uh, forum passion, listen, to, there's 74 episodes, listen to any one of them you want. Yeah. And uh, if, if you like it, you can support it at www.patreon.com slash form of passion. And it's like $2. So uh, any of that stuff will help me out. And I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Uh, if if you're just here listening to this now, you want to jump in, I'd suggest checking the track out with Randy and then going from there. It's a killer album. Dude, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Kevin. You're a wonderful man. Thank you.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.